Sounds on Vinyl, the show where a couple of guys drink from the horns and celebrate listening to the best music on vinyl. And now, here are your hosts, Mike and Phil. Hey, this is the Sounds on Vinyl show, the only show on the planet, in the universe, in parallel dimensions that will make your fucking ears bleed. My name is Phil Boyer, as always. Still have not changed my name after all these episodes. It's still, still the same. And with me, as always, see, nothing changes. My brother from another mother, professor, rock star, extraordinaire, lead singer of bands, past, present, future, and parallel dimensions. Like I said, it's just, it, we're all over the place. Mr. Mike Svensson, Mike, how the hell are things in the record store, the official Sounds on Vinyl record store? Oh, it's, uh, it's good, man. Uh so many cool people come around and and say hi and grab a coffee and and talk about music and that's what it's all about man mm-hmm. it's it's down there at Krusegatan uh, 23 in Malmo Sweden and it's um, it's so much it's so much joy to see people discovering music with one another cuz there's um great conversation every time i i'm in the store that that grabs a hold of you it's a concert memory it's uh it's a piece of music history it's um some people born in in the early 50s some people born in in in, in the early 2000s people from all over man and and they get together and talk about music and discover new music, um, and it's 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 such a beauty to to watch people come alive through vinyl records or music or memories and share with one another. It's mm-hmm. it's it's freaking awesome. Yeah, I'm so I'm so freaking lucky to to <laughs> be able to do this. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. It is, fun. it is. It is. It is. Yeah. Now, do you guys also share your hatred for Illinois Nazis? Oh yeah. Yeah, you have yeah. to, right? Oh, nobody likes yeah. Illinois Nazis. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> and that's going to mean something because today we kind of have a surprise for you guys because we're going to talk about a record, a band, really that you're probably going to be surprised to oh, hear yeah. about on the show, but. But this this particular album, which is a soundtrack to a movie, um, means a lot to Mike and I. The, the, this this goes this goes back a few years. Um, and Mike, why don't you tell everybody what that record is? It is the Blues Brados soundtrack. Here we go. It's yeah. It's I mean. Epic is, I don't know if it covers it, but it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's everything. It's sometimes the air that I breathe. I I shit you not, because the stuff that I learned about music through this movie is, it's beyond my expectations. I still today discover music through these guys or this movie. And all the 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 great musicians that are in this movie, should I say so? Yeah, and and really, yes, we're talking about blues, the Blues Brothers. It's not oh, yeah. rock, it's not metal, but no, no, no. But every, yes. all the stuff that we've talked about on the show in the past all has roots right here. Oh yeah, and I actually got into hard rock and metal after the Blues Brothers. So you could mm-hmm. say it was sort of a catalyst as well. Um, you know, this was one of my favorite movies growing up. I lived right down the street from where some of the shots were filmed. I lived in the, the suburb of Chicago for many, many years. And and we'll get into some of that. But, um, you know, this movie, which really it, it's 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 a, both a movie and a soundtrack and, and the, them together really gives it the power, gives the soundtrack oh, yeah. the power and the music the power because we can see these performances. We can see 
you know, we'll get into the Cab Calloway and I in that scene. I want to talk about that a little bit in the show. It's just it's so it's so fucking epic. And so when we're talking about the movie, I want to start with a few fun facts about the movie, because some of these, even though it was such an important movie for me, I didn't know a lot of these. So the first draft of the movie uh, written by Dan Aykroyd was actually 324 pages long. Dang. <laughs> he submits that and the, the studio's like, mm, yeah, you know, it, that that's a little too long. And for those that aren't aware, they're usually like a third of that tops, like a quarter of that. They're, you know, 25, 50 pages. They're, they're nothing like 300 pages. That, that's a lot. of, <laughs> that's a, And that movie's long as it is. So, you know, yeah, how, yeah. How, this thing would have been like a, the Lord of the Rings trilogy <laughs> on steroids. Um. Okay, the mall chase was filmed in a real mall in Harvey, Illinois. It was closed down, um, and uh, it was shut down in 1979 and torn down in 2013. So it sat empty for quite a while. Oh, man. But um, this mall was right next door to the town that I lived in. In fact, I was born in Harvey, Illinois. Oh, so, so that's that's like has a so this movie has a connection for me because it was like right there that mall yeah. was right there yeah. next to me and um so that was uh that was pretty cool to hear about that growing up um you remember I'm, being in that, that mall no no i don't actually i probably totally. was at some point yeah. but mm -hmm. harvey was not a when i was growing up harvey was not a um a town that we went to a lot. In fact, it's, it's odd. I lived in a very small town called Thornton and we didn't really venture out side of Thornton that often. There, there was a town next door called South Holland that we went to, but um, yeah, we didn't venture outside our town that much. Don't, don't ask me why, but we didn't, it was weird. Um, the movie has two connections to star Wars. Do you know what they are? Oh, no. One's pretty obvious. Hmm. No, I'll give. What? Well, Carrie Fisher. Oh, Christ. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, oh. yes. But the other is a little, a little more. It, you, it's easy to miss. Frank Oz, who was a puppeteer oh. and the voice for Yoda. Oh, okay. Also part of the yes. um the Muppets and stuff, right? Oh my God, he's he the guard. The, yeah, he's the guard yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, see. <laughs> so, um, and the movie actually raised money for Chicago orphanages. They raised two hundred thousand dollars for orphans. Oh, so the movie man. had a little bit of ring and truth to it. They actually oh. did raise money, so that yeah. was pretty cool um they were a mission from god they were that's right and we'll get to god in a minute oh yeah yes we will um at the time the movie set the record for the most crashed cars they demolished <laughs> the most cars and uh that was you want to take a guess on how many cars they crashed in that movie 276 no no it was only 104 <laughs> but it seemed like 276 yeah in fact i remember that there's a scene with john candy and i fucking love john candy and you know where they go over and they end up in the the trailer of the the semi truck yeah and he's like hey yeah. this is car what car are we yeah, yeah. we're in a truck we're in a truck and and the other part that i went wait orange whip orange whip orange whip yeah four ounce whips yeah. <laughs> right over here <laughs> Oh, oh my that, god oh. we could quote that movie, fucking movie. The only i know it's gonna be oh, it's gonna be a long show because we're just yeah. gonna throw quotes in here <laughs> um joe walsh from the eagles was actually oh. in the movie he was oh, the dude that starts the prison riot at the end of the movie oh he's the guy that starts that and yeah. apparently him and uh belushi became friends and um he's like yeah here we'll we'll just We'll stick you in here as a cameo and you can start yeah. a fight and stop. So that was Joe Walsh. I didn't even recognize him. I didn't realize it. Oh, me neither. Um, so the restaurant that they were in towards the beginning of the movie mm -hmm. when they were trying to recruit some of the other guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Shea Paul. Yeah. It's actually a real restaurant. 
Oh. And it's the same restaurant that was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh. Yes. Damn. Yeah. So. I love yeah. that movie. Yeah, that's a great movie, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now let's talk about God. Let's find Jesus right now. Why don't we? Oh, yeah. The Pope actually stopped by the set and blessed oh. the set and said it should be on the recommended list of movies to watch for all Catholics. No. Yes. Oh, yes. my God. How cool is that? Yeah, because basically <laughs> the whole premise is them raising money for orphanages to save the orphanages. So that's like the most Christian yeah, thing you course. can possibly do besides <laughs> in the United States carry guns and Oh yeah, else. but yeah, but yeah. So that's interesting. Like you know, they actually, and apparently, like all the Catholics on the set were just like, "Holy shit, the Pope is here!" Damn. Oh my god, <laughs> like what's going on? Yeah, Can you imagine that. That's kind of it's kind of crazy. So yeah, those are some fun facts about the movie that maybe mm. you didn't know. And there's others, I, but I didn't. Yeah, want this I, to get I got a long. fun fact. Ooh. No, speak. Speaking of us doing a blues thing. John Belushi was actually a metalhead. Yes, was he? Yeah, that I did not know. Yeah, no, wow. I, okay. I, I, I think it was. Who was it? What is it, Dan Aykroyd or uh, somebody else? But I think it was Dan. He was into metal music. He used to go around with these big headphones connected to a stereo and just go nuts playing air guitar. <laughs> he was a he was a real metalhead. And and people couldn't figure out why are you doing this movie when you're a, a metalhead? And and well the I don't know, there's no answer to that story. But but Dan Agra said he 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 was a metalhead, a real metalhead. So well that's awesome. Yeah, it is. See, there so, you go. Yeah. See, so it makes sense. We're talking everything about is this. Fine. It is, man. Everything is connected. Oh. Everything is connected. We're yeah. going to get philosophical here on the side yes. of the show. <laughs> all right, let's get into some music. All right. This mm -hmm. is a music show after all. Let's talk about the songs that were in the movie but did not make the soundtrack for some stupid reason or oh. another. Mm -hmm. One of my favorites yes. from the movie. Boom, 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 John Lee Hooker. Oh, good Lord. Don't get When I started. first heard that, I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Like, this is just, I love that song. Oh, man. It's uh, just, it's so, in a way, it's heavy. <laughs> it's it's nuts. I, I have a story here. I, I, I think I've told this before. I, I can't remember because I, I don't listen to our shows. So, who cares? Um, uh I remember being in the midst of like Maiden, Judas Priest, Kiss. I've just discovered, I mean, we were, I, I can't remember when this movie came to, to Sweden, but we were last on, on, on the ball, if you know what I mean. So I, I remember watching this movie uh, at my neighbor's house and the scene comes up with with the soul cafe and you see there's this black dude in front of this cafe and they're selling used tapes and 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 whatnot in the street and flipping burgers and so forth and all of all of a sudden you hear a boom 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 i'm going to shoot you right down and i'm thinking what the hell and and I'm and I'm watching my friend go. So haven't you seen this movie? And I go, and I go, no. Oh, this is heavy stuff, man. You should listen. And he cranked the TV. And I'm sitting there thinking, this must be one of the heaviest parts I've ever witnessed in my life. Because it was, um, I, I later discovered it, it was cut very short for the European market. Because I have a, the uh, extended version on on uh, on uh, Blu-ray, I think both on DVD and Blu-ray, and uh, I, I I just watched it like a month ago, and it, th that part is is much uh, longer than than I um, imagined it to be. So and I checked it out, and yes, it, it was shortened down for 
the European market. But I remember that scene thinking that, oh, my God, because I've never experienced music like that. And I remember I, I got a tape from my, from my friend and I'm sitting in my room in, in, with all my m- metal posters on on the walls and i'm sitting there in front of the tv and i had a a small boom box that you could record on cassette tape and i i was sitting there in in front of the tv and just waiting for that moment and i press record and i did that take over and over again because i had a cough that day i i don't know why because you can hear me going a boom, 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 and in the background go. <laughs> so I had to redo that take, but that's how how important that piece was for me. I had to have it on tape and listened in my in my Walkman as I walked around because I I didn't know how, how to get a hold of that music. Mm-hmm. I just had had the the, the VHS cassette tape and watched that movie over and over again. I was, yeah. it was nuts. Yeah. I did the same thing to be, <laughs> to yeah. be honest, which is weird. We're yeah. two different continents. And yeah, yeah. I, I did the same thing, you know, record right off the, the TV there. And it sounded like shit, but I didn't give a shit. No, I, no, no, no. It was awesome. Yeah. 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 It was. It was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stand by your man cover. Oh, man. That, that was, that was funny. Man. Oh, it was. I mean, they're, they're, they're doing their, their country song. <laughs> Behind the chicken, chicken wire. wire. <laughs> what kind of music do you have here? Oh, we have both kinds, country and western. <laughs> oh man. Oh and man. They, and then they do the uh the theme from Rawhide. <laughs> oh. Which did make it to the soundtrack. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh my god. That's some of the best goddamn music we've had here. Oh my god. And 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 then they're like, um, yeah, you you guys drink a lot of beer. We're like, oh well, we thought the beer was complimentary (laughs) because Yeah. I guess oh no. No, they drank like uh fifteen hundred bucks worth of beer or whatever. Oh my god, that was so Uh, funny. It Um, it was I can't turn you loose was the other song that did not make it to the soundtrack yeah i'm watching the soundtrack oh yeah Yeah. you're right fucking hell so there you go that was a great song yeah yeah so those are the songs that did not make the soundtrack for whatever reason now you being the vinyl nerd not before Mm -hmm. we started recording you're showing me all these blues brothers records yeah and and we'll we'll go through that Mm -hmm. are any of these songs on any of those records that you oh let me check let me check i got a bunch i got a bunch of them this one you got all of them. Oh, I think so. Uh, this is called uh, "Briefcase Briefcase Full of Blues." Uh, what? Where the fuck is my camera? Here it is. It looks like this. Mm. Looks like this. There you go. And we got "Hey Bartender," "Messing with the Kid," "Almost," "Rubber Biscuit," "Shotgun Blues," "Groove Me." I don't. I can, I can sing all of these <laughs> as I'm going through it in my hand. Uh, Soul Man, uh, Bimo, no, Flip Flop and Fly, nope, nope. Um, no, um, and the other one is called uh, It Is the Best of the Blues Burgers. I don't know where the I got a new camera, so so I don't know where the hell I am. Oh, that's why you look more beautiful than normal. Oh, hey, there stop we go. it. See? Okay. Stop it. This shouldn't happen. <laughs> Um, no, no. Oh, we we need a bootleg, man. Yeah, we need, we need, we need a, bootleg a bootleg for these. Oh, the last these... one, the last one. Ooh, made yeah. in America. Looks okay, like this. All right. Let me see. No. Who's making love? Soul finger guilty. No, right in cell blank number nine. Mm. Green onions. No. Uh, from the bottom going back to... No, it's not here. Well, interesting. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we need a bootleg. If we, anybody we out do. there that's listening or watching knows where we can find a bootleg of those songs, mm. let me know. Yes. Let us know, man. Right now. Right now. 
All right. So sh should we talk about the, the, the music that is? Um, yes. We should. I think so, man. I think, I think so, so, too. The opening scene, She Caught the Katie, man. Fucking amazing What's your take? song. I love it that is. song. She Caught the Katie. Listen out there. I'm going to sing. I, I don't care what you think, because I'm going to sing, because it's fucking in my head right now. I, I can't just talk about this. I mean, this title from the songs. I have to sing. She caught the Katie. Let me to right. Yeah. I mean, it just got so much groove, man. It just, yeah. Like, it's just, it takes you places. And I don't know. Maybe it's the movie that helps you take, you know, go to these places. But I don't know, man. The music is just. But, but, but listen, stop for a minute. Because I don't know if people haven't seen this movie. Uh, which I think is a shame. Uh, so why the hell listen to this episode? Uh, <laughs> go and see the movie for crying out loud and get back and listen to this show. Mm -hmm. And then you know what we're talking about. But let me get you, give you an idea about people, musicians, singers in this movie. We should talk about, we, we're going to talk about them. So don't worry. But why Phil and I are so invested in this movie? We got James Brown, we got Cab Calloway, we got Ray Charles, we got Arita Franklin, we got, I mean, the Booker T and the MGs guy, I mean, D Donald Duck Don and, and Steve Cropper from, from Booker T and the MGs. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got like Blue Lou Marini, Tom Malone. We got like uh, who else is on? Willie Hall on drums, Matt Murphy on guitar, and Murph and the Magic Tones. Murph and the Magic Tones. Don't you go changing? <laughs> uh, um, I mean, people. I I know that I've been talking to some people that didn't get that these are actual musicians in real life. Who's been? Playing their asses off for their whole life, mm -hmm. doing epic albums. So, no, I don't think that it's just because it is in our heads. I mean, listen to all the musicians that are on this in in this movie and on this soundtrack. I mean, come on. Yeah, you, you so, can't you can't help but see the talent. Oh yeah, of of this this band that these this group of musicians and what they're able to put together and it's, mm. um, yeah, I mean, she caught the Katie is just proof that it, it opens strong and yeah, it just it, and it only gets better from there if yeah. that's even possible. But then they uh we, we move on to the Peter Gunn theme. Oh yeah. You know, I I can't help. Sorry. I I can't help but think of the Blues Brothers every time I hear that song, whether it's them doing it or not. It's just. Oh yeah. 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 It's it's forever engraved in my in my DNA in my head. I I don't know. It's there is every time I play this album, every time I listen to songs that they've did. I mean, both John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd are are actual artists themselves, mm -hmm. not just actors. I mean, John Belushi he could sing, man, mm -hmm. and and Dan Aykroyd he he could he could blow a mean harp. <laughs> it, it, I mean, the, yeah. it, it was crazy. Even yeah. the musicians in the, this movie said, "Oh man, those guys—they got talent." Mm -hmm. So it, it was not um, just them backing up two actors. Right, they were backing up like two artists, two musicians. Yeah. So it it, it was a joint thing. It it wasn't separated. Everything was meant to be. And yeah. that's why they went on tour with the Blues Brothers show and, and performed for people. And that's why you got all these albums. So you can listen to more songs. Because, I mean, they were in there. 
<laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh another one of my all-time favorites, give me some loving. Oh, I yeah. mean, every time I hear that, it's like okay, I stop everything. It's just it's 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 just the classic, and it is. you know I feel like it's. I remember first hearing the version that was more like what we'd call classic rock now, mm-hmm. um, and not this particular version. But when I heard this one, I'm like, oh, this yeah. is this this just yeah, this is the way it ought to be. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean the Spencer Davis group who who did the version. Have you heard the the version? Yeah, they, yeah, that's the yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, I mean, it's so epic. But I mean, I th- think that the Blues Brothers band they took it up a notch. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did so much credit to to um, your original songs because uh, because it's all of them are cover songs, of course. Uh, they, they didn't write any music themselves, but right. they do them so much justice if you know what i mean to the original song and the original idea that that but changed it a little bit so it it was more fresh to i mean there's music that came out in in like the 40s and the 50s and 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 whatnot and they took it into the 80s and and did a thing about i mean do it it was more fresh at the time Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think that that was really cool. Paying homage to 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 the to the songwriters of of of, of the songs, man. It, yeah, it's just awesome. It is. Yeah. Now we're getting to a song by a guy that I never really used to like. Okay. Um, and that would be Ray Charles. Shake oh. your tail feather. Yeah. Now, I. I didn't really at the time care for this song all that much. I, I love it now. I absolutely love the song now. And and I'm I am a fan of Ray Charles. And oddly enough, the there was a song that got me into Ray Charles that was in a different movie with the one of the main characters was in the Blues Brothers, and that was John Candy, and it was Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, and I'm drawing a blank on the song right now that was in that, but um, oh fuck, I can't think of it. But that song, I'm like, who is this? Mm-hmm. And I looked it up, and it was Ray Charles. I'm like, okay. And then I gave Ray Charles a second chance. Yeah, and there we go. There we go. I, it, it was the same here. I, I I was hooked. I mean, to see. I mean they went into that music store in the movie and he was uh there's there's nothing wrong with this piano and he sits down and go neighborhood i mean that was it i i was thinking to myself holy crap another one Fresh John Lee Hooker and then now Ray Charles. What yeah. the hell is going on? And I can't remember in in in, in the chronological order where uh, Rita Franklin, but it, it was like too much to bear. Fucking hell, Ray yeah. Charles or Rita Franklin, uh, uh, John Lee Hooker. I mean, come on. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And and I I want to point out I I don't want to think of it as this but this movie is pretty much a musical it is it is you know because you're you you know we're talking about that scene and outside the store you've got everybody dancing yeah all that stuff and i fucking hate musicals almost as much as i hate the black album and this movie is 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 the you're in for a surprise now you're in for a surprise Uh oh wait yeah i love musicals do you Okay. Yes, <laughs> I, I. But I have to go. Have to be in a theater to, to look at them. I I, okay. I I cannot watch them on on TV. That that's oh man man that no. <laughs> Hearing the dialogue, I mean the Blues Brothers, they, they have a real dialogue. Mm-hmm. But if you if you watch a musical on 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 TV or a movie, when they're done, now come on. 
But I, I yeah. love to drop and go to a, a real theater and watch Phantom of the Opera and 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 whatnot because that that is the the performance. It's it's like for me, it's go, it's like watching Kiss, watching Alice Cooper, watching David Bowie dress up. I mean, the, mm -hmm. it's a spectacle. It's it's a thing. Right. Uh, but but so so Phantom I, of the Opera. Does it have to be Michael Crawford singing? Uh, or no, 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 no. It, it just doesn't matter. You're. It's just about no. the performance. It, it, it's about. The See, my my wife's a big Phantom fan, but she's like, it's yeah. got to be Michael Crawford. I think that's his name. Oh, okay, I think that's his name. I don't know. Not my I've, thing. I've so. No, I've seen uh, Phantom Opera two times in in London, actually, uh, and one of 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 uh, those times it was uh, a Swedish uh, musical artist who who did a part, which we thought were was really really cool. So we went to London just for for that, just oh. to watch him do the show. And do you know that uh, Paul Stanley has? done the phantom of the opera in canada in toronto i think that that sounds that rings a mm -hmm. bell that sounds familiar yeah, yeah. oh yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, so you, you see okay there. i didn't mean to scare you there you, so. there, there you go yes yeah. all right <laughs> getting back you to the you took it you took it pretty cool i, I mean compared yeah, to the black you know, album story I mean, man <laughs> again i i think i i don't know i don't know which is worse <laughs> black album <laughs> freaking musicals but oh, hey somebody's got to enjoy those right i mean yeah they can't yeah. all be metal all the time no <laughs> um everybody needs somebody to love yeah is number five yeah and it is true isn't it we all it need is. somebody it to is. love yeah mm -hmm. it's a great song i mean there's not a bad song on this album no or in this movie it's it's the nuts. old landmark which comes up next? Not not a big fan. It's it's a little no. too too much soul for me. Yeah, you know, um, James Brown is is another one. I've never I never really got into James Brown that much. No, I've tried, but I just it's a little yeah. Not for, my... for me, for me, it's the essence of who he was. Not that I listen to James Brown's music, but but what he contributed to 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 music. In, in this world i mean it's I, I don't know what to say i mean it's it's james brown <laughs> for crying out loud i mean fucking come james on. brown it's freaking james brown man so it, it's more of the essence of the, the dude and than his music because I, I i didn't get into his music that much either uh john lee hooker i did aretha franklin all the way Ray Charles to some some extent, but but it, James Brown not so much. But it's freaking James Brown. Come on, <laughs> Jesus, freaking James Brown. It is. Well, next up on the list, which you mm -hmm. just mentioned, Aretha Franklin, the Queen. The <sighs> pipes on this woman are just oh, incredible. I my mean, God. it's you know they they call this like Mariah Carey and all these current semi-current pop artists you know oh yeah they're they're the queen and they're the no man have you fucking heard aretha franklin jesus christ i mean even older the, the woman's voice she's like deal man she's like the female yeah. version of deal her her yeah. voice never wavered it never got bad it was just no. like holy shit and this scene in particular when they walk in there's a couple yeah. of honkies out here. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of them wants two fried chickens and a Coke. Now four fried chickens. Oh, four fried chickens and a four Coke. Four fried chickens and yeah. a Coke. And the other and one so wants toast, white yeah. bread, no butter. <laughs> Chicken Elwood. Chicken Elwood. Oh, man. Fool, they owe you money. Oh I mean, I, I remember the scene. First, it was John Lee Hooker outside the Soul Cafe and then uh, walking into the Soul Cafe, which is the place where uh, Aretha works. No, she owns the place. She yeah, owns yeah, the she, Soul, she Soul owns Cafe. It, yeah. yeah, she's the owner. And first, you get in, knocked in your teeth with John Lee Hooker's boom, boom. And then you get 
think by Aretha Franklin. I mean, come on, it's game over from there. <laughs> Where should I go? Where's the exit? We're crying out loud. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, great. And again, musical, everybody's dancing, having a good yeah. time. You know. Yeah. Um, we already talked about this one, the theme from Rawhide. The, oh, the, yeah. The big, when they ended up getting booked at the country yeah. in the Western place. Getting booked. And, uh, where's, the, where's the venue? Uh, it's coming up. I booked the place. And they're driving around in the car. It's, we're we're, we're the we're good old boys blues band. Yeah. <laughs> Bob's Country Bunker? Really? Uh, oh man okay, no. and they walk in and you see all the all the net in front of the stage and and chicken wire and and people are throwing the bottles <laughs> Woo! <Play> that, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and sick. now i think oh, yeah. we get to the the best song best performance on the entire soundtrack and that's, of course, Cab Calloway with Minnie the Moocher. Minnie oh. the Moocher is one of my all-time favorite blues songs. Mm. Every time you hear Cab Calloway sing that song, it's a bit different. And I love it. And I love how it's designed to get the crowd engaged. Yeah. And it's just... It's Bing, just... a song about Minnie the Moocher. He was a low down hoochie coochie. Cab, man. Hi, 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 hi. Oh, God. Oh, and, and how they switch from him into this big old production. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and how they did that. And it was yeah. just like, oh, my God. It was magic. He's tender and he's in his black suit, he, he, yeah. a black hat, and, and, and whatnot. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he, he wears this long coattail and 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 everything is white and and oh my god it was so epic it and was. it was a smooth transition in, into that scene yeah man. yeah oh just beautiful god. just awesome i mean it brings tears to your eyes it's, it's just so awesome seriously yeah and that that really got me into cab calloway and and yeah. And going back and listening to that and learning, hey, there's the the B side to Minnie the Moocher was kicking the gong around, which continues the story of Minnie the Moocher. Yeah. And you know, the the dude was a phenomenal talent and a phenomenal performer. Oh I yeah. Mean, you talk about perf a performer, Jesus, this guy was it, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I, and I, I I've read somewhere that that both John and, and Dan were in awe of, of, uh, of Cab because he, he came with so much knowledge into this movie with, with music and, and, and whatnot. And it was really a forthcoming with, with teaching them stuff and, and so forth. So, and I can really imagine that happening, uh, which I think is great. And, mm -hmm. and it, it was such a, I mean, I've watched that movie over and over again. I, I, I shit you not, I've watched that movie as, at least a hundred times. At <laughs> least a hundred times. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's, and you can almost see them paying homage to to Cap Calloway in the movie with with that scene. Yeah. Because I mean, 1980 to 1982, three before the, the movie spread all around the world, people didn't have that much of an idea who Cap Calloway was back then. I mean, the greatness that he he was. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, yeah, had because, to... I mean, he's from like the 20s and 30s. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. from back in the day when music was completely different and yeah. it was a different time. And for him to come up into the 80s and seeing this, the song that he sang so many times, you know, in the past years yeah. was really, really awesome. And I'm glad they picked that song because I think that really fits him very well. Oh yeah. Though some would argue it's the Callaway boogie, but I don't <laughs> I, I really dig, I mean, Min and Moocher, man. Jesus. That's awesome. a great one. It is. This next one, this takes me back, obviously, Sweet Home Chicago. Every time mm -hmm. I hear this, I want to go back to Chicago. It, Chicago is, is a great city. It is a yeah. great city. And 
um, you know. I remember you and I talking about this some years ago because uh, I learned so much. I, I, I mean, th that's the thing with me growing up in Sweden. I mean, we didn't have like, I mean, the internet wasn't around. I mean, you and I both grew up in the early 80s. You were in a country where you could actually go to the cinema and watch like whatever you wanted. That, that was not the case in Sweden. So I remember when we got a VHS player in my house and you, you, all of the movies in the world what, at the front of your feet. And, mm -hmm. and you can watch everything. And I remember watching the Beverly Hills Cop. I, I watched a lot of horror movies, the Jaws and, and, and whatnot. But then, of course, the Blues Brothers. And, and I learned stuff. I mean, all of a sudden, you, you said to me, well, I'm originally from, from Chicago. Oh, Richard Daly Plaza. And you go, <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean Richard Daly Plaza yeah and 1060 West Addison what the hell are you talking about and I knew all these places from, from the movie in Chicago Yeah. and and you told me well, well Richard Daly Plaza you've been there of course <laughs> since you're from Chicago yeah. but I mean 1060 West Addison that's Regal Field home of the Chicago Cubs yeah. and, and, and that was so much fun to learn about the, I mean all the stuff that, that goes around and I, I learned stuff from cities like New York in, in other movies and, and, and whatnot places that I, I, I didn't know at the time when I was like 11, 12 that those were real places <laughs> so gr growing up I, I mean I, I looked into that and it, it was so much fun so, yeah, that that is the the fun of movies and books and stuff when they yeah. take place where you live, you know, and you're like, oh, that's cool because you can put almost put yourself in that story. And for me, you know, living so close to Chicago, I could put myself in this yeah. movie, and, that, and that's yeah. kind of why it means so much to me. And there's an author, um, Dean Koontz, he does horror stuff. And he's uh, from Orange County, California, which I lived before I moved to Idaho. And it, he, all his stories were written in Orange County. And you read these books and you know exactly where this is. He talked about roads that were right there. Um, and it, it's it's funny. We, we got to um, – my wife actually, she's a huge fan before I was, and she got to meet him. He was doing a book signing. She got to meet him, and it was, it was pretty cool to, you know, read these books and go, holy fuck, I know where that is. You know, yeah. and obviously being in LA, you know, living in California, you know, you see the movies and it's like, okay, yeah, everybody yeah. knows where that is. It's not as special, you know, in, in LA, but the, this being in Orange County and like in our neighborhood, in our backyard yeah. basically was, was kind of special. And oh, you should be so lucky. Me yeah. growing up in Sweden in the eighties, what do we have? Nothing. Crying out loud! You can watch a movie with, with Malmo or you. You you like had that. one of the top chef chefs in the world. Oh, I forgot. Come I'm on, sorry. yeah, he was making dinner for all of us at the same time. You also had Something. Abba too. Come on. Oh yeah. Yeah. The world does, does not have ABBA. You guys have ABBA. Yeah, but I'm 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 thinking about movies related to the places. So uh, you're just trying to make me feel good. I am. I am. Yeah. But, but right. listen, that, that's cool, man. Um, I mean, all the stuff, and, and I I remember. Let's let's take some parts of the movie because. I, I before we take the last song, I we mentioned Illinois Nazis, but talking about Chicago, I mean that scene, it was a statement. I I didn't know it at the time, but that was a statement for, for like a world statement. Them sitting mm -hmm. in 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 a rundown police car, and 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 there's protests on that little bridge, and. 
the, the police comes up and they say, hey, what's going on? Ah, those fucking Nancy bums, they, they, they won the election or something like that. Yeah, they won their court case and they get the to case. Yeah, yeah. protest and yeah, yeah. What? That fucking Nancy party. And, and Jake goes, Illinois Nancys. I fucking hate Illinois Nancys. And, 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 and Elwood steps on the plate. I mean, it kicks in gear. And oh my God, it was so much fun to watch that scene. And then, and then to see the Nazis die in the, in the famous. <laughs> yeah. So they, they actually had to get, I think it was the FAA's permission because they dropped that car from like 2000 feet up. No. They, they got a helicopter and they dropped the car. Oh my 2000 feet. So that, that wasn't, um, you know, like, a, a an effect or anything. They actually dropped the fucking car. <laughs> from the air. I've always loved you. <laughs> I almost loved you. <laughs> My God. Uh, Group and Fira? Group and Fira? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh God. My so that God. yeah, that was that was awesome. Just uh, just what a what a way to kill off the Nazis. Yeah. And it, it it was so much fun to watch watching those scenes with I mean did did you think that it was a, a big statement for, for that movie, that scene? Or was it something that you you didn't think about? Well, you're you're getting into a can of worms and in, in controversial. Yeah. You asked me if I was ever at the mall that this was recorded in. Yeah. The reason we weren't is because Harvey was primarily a black neighborhood. Oh. And the town I lived in was all white. Oh. And we didn't let black people into our town. We were a very racist town. Oh. And I feel that that was pretty much the sentiment for that area of Illinois. And pro oh. I could be still, I know, Southern Illinois, they're, you know. So that, that was a real, that so was that a real was, statement. I, I think it was a statement. Yeah. I, I don't know what the attention was behind it, but I, I do think it, it was. Oh. And, you know, I'm, I'm lucky. I was able to see the light and realize black people are not evil. There's nothing wrong with them they're not you know they're not going to come up and kill me just because they're black you know I, I was able to get out of that mentality my you know a lot of my family still thinks that way and it's I don't have anything to do with them really anymore uh -huh. so I do think it was a statement against racism and against you know that whole white is right kind of bullshit and, yeah. and so uh, I didn't want to get into it. I was trying to be diplomatic earlier. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's it's important to you know, not everybody in Chicago is racist, and there is you know, yeah. people like me that you know grew up in that, but were able to see the light and get out and and not you know. Well, I think it's important to address things like this because I mean it's it's all around us. I mean, uh, I I I love watching that. Um, I think it was on MTV when you go through those. I mean, you're 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 being scanned in in the do a body scan. You're in what the fuck is it called in? We're in in the doctors uh, or oh the, the, the cat scan the cat scan yeah. And you you can't see the person behind, and it's a black person, it's an Asian person, it's a white person, because the skeletons are almost identical you can mm. you can't figure mm. out who's black and who's who's white and and whatnot so and it's 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 important to talk about it it's important because i grew up in similar conditions I, I, I in a small town in the southern parts of sweden i i haven't seen an an immigrant we didn't have black people in in sweden at all when i was growing up so uh but i the first time i met a person from another country was when i was in sixth grade i was like 13 years old that was the first time that i i, I spoke to a person from from another country uh didn't grow up with with racism per se but there wasn't there was only white people around mm -hmm. and i was I always thought I was strange 
uh, and I, I became friends with with this guy from from former Yugoslavia. He was uh, from Macedonia, and we talk about this, and it was, and then all of a sudden, in in the late eighties, you were supposed to hate people. It was a thing here in Sweden where where skinheads became. Mm-hmm. A real thing, and 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 whatnot, neo Nazis and, and and so forth, and I never understood that. I never understood that. I was riding along because I I didn't know. I couldn't think. I was like 13, 14 years old, because so I I didn't know what to do. So I I just rolled along and and came up to the age of like fifteen, and I said, "Fuck this. <laughs> this is this is not right. What's going on here?" Why should I dislike people that are from another country when I myself go to another country for a vacation? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is up with that? Right. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it's, so- it's interesting because, you know, I had a lot of uh, female relatives that would go and tan themselves to get as dark as they possibly could, yet they hated black people. Yeah, I, I, the logic, I just, I, I no. can't, I can't understand. And our, our town was so small, it didn't have a high school. So we had to go to the high school in the next town over. And it, it had a lot of, it, it was a giant high school and it, it catered to all the towns around it. And so of course there were black kids that went there. And so yeah. that was my first real, as a freshman in high school, interacting with black people. And I'm, I'm talking to these black people and I'm like, you're, you're no different than I am. Why should, why same thing that you have? Like, why the fuck should I hate you? Yeah. There's, I've seen nothing to suggest that I should hate you. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) because your skin's darker than mine. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. It's uh, to this day. It's like, you know, everybody hates gay people now and, it's like, why? Who cares? I don't care. I, I, I mean, people, give a shit. people are freaking out when Rob Halford, I mean, he came out as gay. Oh, man, I'm throwing away all my Judas Priest records. What the I'll fuck take is him. wrong with you? I'll, I'll take, take him. him. Jesus, yeah. any day, I'll man. I'll take him. Fuck he's, yeah. he's still the fucking metal god. Yeah, I mean. And, and I, I mean, going back, I mean, to this movie, to talk about this movie once again, John Lee Hooker, Cab Calloway, Aretha Franklin, James Brown. Does it get any better than that? That's the foundation of fucking everything I listen to. I Mm -hmm. shit you not. Everybody in a band that I grew up with, listened to, has to some extent roots from that kind of music. You can't oh, yeah. play in a, can't. in a metal band or hard no. rock band without having attachments to soul, blues, jazz, gospel, and whatnot. And mm-hmm. everything is in this freaking movie right here. You got it all. You got so it all. educate yourself. Haven't you heard this album? Haven't you watched this uh, movie? Go right now. I shit you not. You'll enjoy it. You'll Again, enjoy I it. fucking hate musicals, and this is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I love it so much that when my first son was born, we played the movie for him in the hospital. That's how good this is. <laughs> right? He didn't have a clue what was going on, oh, but man, it was see. the the first movie that he saw was the freaking Blues Brothers. Cool. Yeah. There's Willie. There. Yeah. Yeah, you see. See, see. Jesus Great movie. Christ. Last song, the last yes, and final last song. song. Oh yeah, Jailhouse Rock. Oh yeah, what a, what a great version that is! It's the only version. It is actually it's the only it version is. that is. All it the is. other versions suck. Sorry, Elvis. <laughs> but all the other versions suck. This is the only version that yeah. anyone should ever listen to. Oh man. <laughs> It's 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 so joyful, it's so beautiful and to listen to it. I mean I mean it goes on forever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. It never stops, and, and you can see them having such a good time recording that scene 
and 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 that song it's another epic song another one jesus they just they just kept giving oh yeah this is the movie and the soundtrack that just you know i think this is really like the only soundtrack that's really start to finish is any good i don't do you own any other soundtracks no, no, uh, Halloween, but it's mostly because John Carpenter plays himself. So uh, yeah. I, I really enjoy I, I'm yeah. a, a big Oh, the Halloween, Halloween. music yeah. is yeah. great. It is. Uh, but, you but, know, we, we have to do, we have to do like a, like the Jaws and Halloween. We have to do like a horror special oh, horror yeah. show oh, within the music that's really oh, not yeah. metal or traditional music, just scores, do oh, like yeah. a scores episode. Yeah. That'd be fun. And I got um, a couple of Star Wars, so but, okay. but that's it. Yeah. Yes. But it's nothing that I'll listen to on a regular basis. But this one, it, oh yeah, it, this one it's, is just, it's, with, it's with me. It, it, it's different. Favorite song? If you can only pick one song to listen to forever and ever. Um, I would say uh, she caught the Katie. She caught the Katie. Okay. Because it it was. It knocked me on my ass right right, <laughs> after, right after Boom Boom. I mean, there was something about um, it's the it's the opening of of the movie, if you will, when when it gets you going and it's it's right there and they're driving with that freaking awesome car <laughs> and and it's the old Mount Prospect police car. Oh yes, yeah. which is yeah. a real city for those that don't know. It's it's another town right in the yeah. suburb of Chicago, so it, it is a real town. Yeah. Do, do you know that there is an uh, Instagram account th- w- with the uh, the car? The blue. They had the like um thirty three of them, I believe. They bought. Okay. Of those cars. Let me see what what's called the Blues Mobile. I think it's called the Blues Mobile. Yeah, Chicago Blues Mobile. The uh, Chicago Blues Mobile, the worst world famous Chicago Blues Mobile in the genuine no imitation official Chicago Blues Mobile. Apparently, the, the, there's somebody selling the decals that you can turn your car into the blues. The old oh old my god, police car Blues Mobile. Yeah. You should check out this Instagram account, the Chicago Bluesmobile. Chicago Bluesmobile. It's, I don't cool. know if you can see it. No. Yeah, it's a little overlit, but yeah. Okay. Chicago Bluesmobile. Yeah. Go check there it out, go. people. Cool. If you're on Instagram. Yes. I rarely get on social media these days, but there oh. we go. All right. There she caught the Katie. All right. Yeah. That one and that one for the end of time. Yes. For you. And, and how about you? What's your favorite? It's got to be Minnie the Moocher. Oh my God, that's so great! It's got to be Minnie the Moocher, and and especially this version. I like this version of it the best. Um, it's it's hard to find on some of the streaming networks too because it's a lot of the ones from the twenties and thirties. But mm-hmm. this one is really hard to find. Um, you have to really get it on the soundtrack. But this one is just yeah, yeah. I love it. Minnie the Moocher. But there's there's not a bad song on there. I mean. She caught the Katie, pure gun theme. Give me some loving. Shake your tail feather. Everybody needs somebody to love. The old landmark. Think. Theme from Brawlhide. Mini Demoucher. Sweet Home Chicago. And Jailhouse Rock. I mean, it's... it's. I mean, it could, could be like 10 more songs. <laughs> a, a triple album. With uh, liner notes. Yeah, there you go. More pictures. There you go. Jesus. Well, and let's not forget the three that didn't make the soundtrack. I mean, yeah, boom, 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 stand by your man. I can't turn you loose. I mean, it's just phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal. Go listen to it. Go have a good time. Watch the movie. Yeah. And, and if uh, you want to listen to to uh, them doing it live, go to to these albums. It's called Briefcase Full of Blues, and the other one is called Made in America. Looks like this. Great songs. Great performance. Mm-hmm. Check this, it out. This one is uh, actually produced by Paul Schaefer. Mm. You know him? Paul Schaefer he used to, yeah. to be in uh, the David Letterman. And he, he's a great musician. He's mm-hmm. done so much stuff. Yes. 
So, are we that's done? It. That's, that's it. it, man. it man. That's all we got. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, this is the Blues Brothers episode. Little surprise here, deviating away from the deviating. That's not a word. Deviating. No. That's what deviating. I meant to say. Deviating. Yeah. Wow. I can speak. Maybe yes. it's time we just said, until next time. <laughs> Later. Later. This has been the Sounds on Vinyl Show with Mike Spenson and Phil Boyer. Produced by Boozehound Entertainment in cooperation with Boozehound Music. Intro and outro music by Dead Anarchy, courtesy of Shop Class Records. For exclusive playlists, videos, and other extras, visit soundsonvinyl.com. Thanks for listening, and for all your motherfucking support.